So what are you doing to be ready for another big movement of people? So many of the businesses that we run are dependent on big movements of people, people moving in and out, especially in the real estate business, self-storage business. We look at movers as a big driver of opportunity and risk. So if you look at some stats in the U.S. of who's moving where, you've got quite a few states where 60% or so of the people who are moving from that state are moving to another state. And then you have other states where 60% of the people moving are moving into that state. So you have some big movements of people, and this is, you know, nothing exactly new. There have been people moving to the Sun Belt and the Southeast for quite some time, and away from some of the old Rust Belt or whatever you want to call it states. Uh, and this is, the patterns are changing somewhat as the, what used to be third, fourth, fifth tier cities like, uh, Nashville and Birmingham and Waco or whatever you consider those third, fourth, fifth tier cities are now starting to come into their own. And so that changes where people are moving to and where the opportunities and the challenges lie for those of us who are dependent on people moving for much of what drives our business. But how much are you considering sea level rise and climate change in your calculation of risk or opportunity when you're looking at your business? Now, you don't have to believe in sea level rise or climate change to be affected by it. You don't have to believe in my fist, but if I punch you in the nose, your nose is going to be bloody whether you believe in my fist or not. So... Sure, you can look at recent events like uh, Katrina, Maria, Harvey, um, Michael, whoever, and say, yeah, so these things just happen once in a while. And yes, that's true. They do just happen once in a while. But over the last 20, 30, 40 years, so many people have moved into coastal regions uh, coastal defenses like wetlands and mangroves and dunes and so on have eroded or been built on or been harvested or whatever has happened to them. We have not taken into account how these natural areas become defense for storms and storm surge and so on. And then add to that rising temperatures shrinking glaciers and ice pack and you can say hoax all you want but as I say uh, you can not believe in my fist if you want and if I punch you in the nose you're gonna bleed regardless of whether you believe in my fist or not so you look at places like um, Virginia some of the coastal cities in Virginia Norfolk um, they're getting flooded in little spritzes of rains. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina is taking flooding in, in moderate rainfall. Uh, we're starting to see 
lots of changes in the weather pattern. So what does that mean? Well, look at what happened in Katrina. Uh, I don't know how many tens of thousands of people never returned to New Orleans after they left. Uh, I think in the first year alone, something like 60,000 households moved from uh, the affected regions to Texas. Houston saw a big influx of people coming in. Uh, and then, you know, some years, years later, Harvey came and slapped down Houston. And how many people have left Houston who won't be coming back again? Uh, we see what's happened with Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. I saw some projections where uh, it is quite likely that some 14% of the island's population is going to move off island uh since Maria and up through the next few years. That's a lot of people. And as many as 75 or 80,000 of those people moving off island may be moving to Florida. So how does that change the real estate and self-storage landscape uh, in both places? If you have that much population shrinking that quickly, what does that do to tax base? What does that do to the local economy? What does that do to the places where people are moving into? So if you're in the real estate business or the self-storage business, uh, how are you planning for this? How, how do you factor this into your acquisition uh, pro formas or projections or your long-term plans on any properties that you're working on now or new developments? So how are you measuring this risk and possible opportunity? That's a good question. If you're not factoring these things in, then you are not being responsible in your planning. And if you're not in the real estate business or lease space or in the self-storage business, it affects you as well. What if you're living in one of these coastal areas and 10% or 20% of the population moves away because now uh, we're in the year 2025 uh, or 2030 and a two or three foot level in uh, increased level in sea level has uh, flooded out part of the town that you do business in. Well, what are you going to do? So I'm not sure how you're all factoring these things in, but it is definitely worth looking at and taking Michael as a good example. Maria, uh, take any one of those as to how they've changed the areas they hit and how they changed the areas where people move to after these things. Um, makes it very interesting to think like a futurist for a little while. So anyway, that's my musing today on how you're going to get ready for people moving, lots more people moving to and from wherever you are or wherever you plan to do business. Well, thanks for tuning into the Troncast. I hope that gave you something to think about. Go Google the, the, the Katrina, <coughs> pardon me, the Katrina exodus. See what that looked like. I guess I'm out of voice, so I guess I'm out of time. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the Troncast. Talk to you later. Bye.